returning with our Sunday morning breakfast and learn program and uh, returning with Halachas of Talmud Torah. This morning we're going to go through some very practical uh, discussions of um, how to navigate conflicts. That's where we're up to in Shulchan Aruch, conflicts within Talmud Torah. And we have immediately like uh, something that's contradictory over here. One of the, one of the biggest kashas, one of the most famous well-known questions in, in Lamdis, in Halacha, which is a, a, a contradiction, a dichotomy at the very core of Talmud Torah. So on the one hand, we know Talmud Torah connected kulam. Talmud Torah is valued and, 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 and weighed, weighs in equal to all the other mitzvahs put together. This is Talmud Torah connected kulam. It beats every other mitzvah hands down. On the other hand, we know that every mitzvah beats Talmud Torah. And we have that this morning in Shulchan Aruch, back to back. Shulchan Aruch tells us, Talmud Torah shokol connected kulam mitzvah, Talmud Torah weighs in with, with, equal to all the mitzvahs. It's equal to all, the, you put all the 612 mitzvahs on one side scale. Talmud Torah on the other side, Talmud Torah equals all the mitzvahs combined. So it certainly gives it a tremendous, tremendous place, you know, in terms of uh, its chashivas, its importance, how it weighs in. So to so trump everything. On the other, the Mechaber goes on to say that if you have two mitzvahs, one mitzvah that's not learning, and another mitzvah which is learning, if you can do both, so you, you learn, finish your learning, and then do the other mitzvah. You can't do both. You do the other mitzvah. Do the other mitzvah. So it seems to be a contradiction in terms of here. If Talmud Torah is so great, it's connected kulam, it's equal to all the mitzvahs, that should beat everything whenever there's a conflict. Yet whenever there's a conflict, Talmud Torah yields to every single mitzvah if it's one or the other. Okay, so that's part of what we're going to explore this morning and see where that takes us in terms of practical applications. But let, let's deal with both halves of this seeming contradiction, the, 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 the contradictory coin over here. Talmud Torah is connected kula. In Talmud Torah, we do work with that. The fact that Talmud Torah is equal to all the other mitzvahs. And, and let's talk about a situation when you don't have a, when it's Evshulakim Shneim, when you don't have a conflict. You can do both mitzvahs. And there the Mechaber clearly says that if you can do both, then Talmud Torah comes first. And you, if, if, I, if I'm learning, and then someone has a request, someone needs me to pick something up for them, someone needs a ride somewhere, someone needs help with something, and, and I, I see, I make a calculation, I can have my learning seder, I can finish my learning seder, and I can still help that person, I can still do that mitzvah, I can still be Isaac, but mitzvah. So I, I finish my learning, and I do the other mitzvah. I don't stop my learning to do that mitzvah, because learning is more important, so I do my learning first. Um, we saw in Hilchus Kibbut of Aim that Tamatari even comes before Kibbut of Aim. If uh, there's a request from your parents to do something, and you're learning, and you can do both, again, you can do both, I can finish my learning, and take care of my, what my parents are asking me to do. So your learning comes first. You, do, you finish your learning first, and then you do the mitzvah of Kibbut Aveim. So how far does that go, that when you can do both mitzvahs, learning comes first? That's not only said in the circumstances where you already started your learning, even if you haven't yet sat down to learn. Let's say, you know, your parents call you up, they need you to pick something up from the store for them. They want you to change the oil on their car. They want you to come over and spend time with them. You could do that in the morning, you could do that in the afternoon, you can do that in the evening, whatever it is, picking this item up for them, changing their, their, their oil filters, whatever it may be, changing the light bulbs, that could be done now, it could be done later. Mm -hmm. And I'm planning also on learning today. I have a learning center I want to do today as well. So if I could do both without any impact to the mitzvah of Kibbutz of Amr, whatever other mitzvah it is that's pulling me away from learning, you do your learning first. Not only that, you're obligated to learn first. You're actually chayv to learn first. You have to learn first, again, if there's not going to be any conflict. 
So yes, my parents want me to go to the pharmacy and pick something up for them. They want me to go shopping for them. They want me to go and, and, and uh, rearrange their furniture. That'll take me an hour or two. But I have a learning Seder. I have a first Seder. I have a second Seder. If I see that I can do both, and I'm not going to compromise the mitzvah that I have to do for my parents or whatever other, uh, the other mitzvahs, you're chayiv to learn first. And that's applying the, psak of the, of the, the first psak of the mechaber. Right? Everyone knows that, 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 that uh, when it comes to learning all other mitzvahs, Trump learning, learning yields to all the mitzvahs. That's true. And we also know, but if you can do both, you do both. That's also true. But, but, but it has to be promoted and, and clarified that when you can do both and there won't be any conflict, learning taka does come first. A person sits and has his learning seder and then he goes and helps his parents, again, assuming there won't be any conflict. But you do your learning first because Tamil Torah can gulam. Learning is a more chash of a mitzvah. You do that mitzvah first. That's when there's no conflict. Okay, so that, that's our starting point, to remind ourselves that with all the exceptions and with all these ideas that we have over here that everything else comes before learning, we don't say that, 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 that you continue learning if it's going to be a conflict between that and the mitzvah, you stop your learning and you go and do that mitzvah. That's true, but when you don't need a, when, when there isn't any conflict, your learning does come first. Where's that from? Where's that from? The learning comes first, it's more chashiv. The only time we say things over Aitar is when it's Eev Shalakim Shneim. If it's Ev Shalakim Shneim, we fall back to the first Kalav Tamatar Kanega Kulam. If you have a learning Seder, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't mean that as soon as your parents call you up to do something, that, that, that's Mechayu to go learn. You should be learning anyway, right? But if I have, like, first Seder, I have a Seder in the morning, I have a Seder in the afternoon, and my parents want me to do something for them, and I can do both, I, I do my learning first. Okay, let's say it's not a Seder. I want to do Daf Yomi every day. So I do my Daf Yomi, I do my Daf, and then I go help my parents. That comes first. Uh, listen, if you have a Seder Kabu at 7.30 to 9.30 at night, and your mother calls you up at 3 in the afternoon, so that's not called the learning coming first. But, but uh, if I have, I get my Daf Yomi in every day. And sometimes I do it now, sometimes I do it later, whatever. And I have something to do for my parents, keep it up at aim, and I can manage both, that your learning comes first. There's a din, there's a din to learn first. There's a din to learn first. There's no, there's no conflict anymore. We're going in a case where it's Efshalakaim Shneim. You can do both. That's one mitzvah keep loving. I have another mitzvah that I sit and learn now. I'm sitting and learning now. I want to go sit and learn. I have two mitzvahs. I can do both. The mitzvah Tamil Torah comes before the other mitzvah. So that's what Rabbi Max said first, right? If, if, you, if, if your mother's phone calls what reminds you that you're supposed to also supposed to be learning, so that I don't know. That would still come first. Yeah, it doesn't have to be Seder Kavua. Yeah. yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to sit and, and, and learn Musa for the, you know, the next half hour, next five minutes, next ten minutes. My mother calls me if she needs me. Good. I, I finish my learning first. Even if it's a, if, even if it's a momentary inspiration. Okay, so that, that's establishing, that, that's, that, that's, that, that's the get-go over here, is that Tamatar Kulam still does exist. Fashtes Rabbi Max, it still exists. It didn't get thrown out the window. Tamatar Kulam. When there is no conflict, your learning comes first. You finish your learning and then you go run the errand, and then you go help this yid out, and then you go spend time with your parents, whatever it is, when there is no conflict. But when there is a conflict, Shulchan Aruch Paskins if there's a conflict, then Tamatar yields to every single mitzvah. It yields to all the mitzvahs. And here we have the famous kasha. The veld's kasha. We know there's a principle called oisik b'mitzvah patim and a mitzvah. If I'm in the middle of one mitzvah, I don't stop for a different mitzvah. What happened to Tamatayra? 
The Tabatar connected Kulam, the Gerester and Mitzvah, the highest Mitzvah, suddenly we don't have this principle anymore of Isaac, and Mitzvah, Potem, and Mitzvah. And that's what the Mechaber Paskin, that even if I'm in the middle of my learning, if I get a phone call uh, that, that I'm needed here, that my parents need me, that, uh, this, this uh, Chosen needs someone to take him to his Chuppah, there's no one around to do it. It can't be done all Yidei Acherim. No one else is there to do the job. And I can't do both. If it's taka one or the other, even if I'm in the middle of learning already, you stop your learning. You stop your learning as the Mechaber Paskins. Again, if it's Efsha Lekayim Shteyem, if I can do both, I continue my learning. If Efsha Adiyachim, I can send someone else to do it, I send someone else to do it. But in a situation where it's Mamash a conflict, one or the other, no one else can do it. And it has to be done right now, and I'm in the middle of learning, you stop your learning. I, what happened to Isaac Vemitzah Patzim and Amitzah? There's an age old rule that, that runs through all Shas. Isaac, but mitzvah, puts him in a mitzvah. If I'm doing one mitzvah, if you're if you're in the middle of a kavura bearing somebody, you don't have to stop and daven. You don't have to put on tefillin. You're putter. You're putter from davening. We have a, a, a uh, I was once by. Um, he was the reshiv of Eish for a few years after his father was after Rafila Weinberg, who was a mashkiach in uh, Slabotkin Bnei Brak, because he came to take over the yeshiva. As he once in in in, in his first year there as reshiva, he assembled an emergency meeting of all the rebbeim there in Eish. To discuss certain problems, how to deal with Bachram, the whole was a whole big askonis. It was a whole morning. He made an asif, and it was an emergency asif. He got all the rebbeim together from the yeshiva to talk about. I don't remember what it was, but it was an emergency. It was an emergency, and and it was it was going on. It was hour, you know, hour after hour after. Hour. It was a long, you know, it had all everybody there, and, and it, it, it was really, you know, it was it was it was um, a lot was being discussed. A lot was being hammered out. A lot, a lot was being um, you know, dealt with, and it was, it was, it was getting close to Shkia. It was like in the winter. It was getting close to Shkia, and none of the Rebbeim had Davin Mincha yet, because he called, the, it was like a lunchtime meeting, and it was going, so usually the Yeshiva Davin Mincha right after lunch. So it was a lunchtime meeting, and, and it was getting closer to Shkia. So, so someone said to Rav Hillel, he said, it was just time for Mincha now. So Rav Hillel Weinberg was a, you know, Chareda Shayid, is a, 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 a Slabatker. He, he looked at everyone, he said, he said, we're all trying to save the yeshiva right now, trying to, to, to eye something the yeshiva. We're, we're, we're in the middle of, of, of something very chash. We're in the middle of Dvar Mitzvah. We don't have to dab him in the oilam overrided him. But he said it with a very straight face. I think he was serious. I think he was very serious. So Isaac Mitzvah, we don't have to. Is any worse than. Then Levayas Hameis and Kavura, it means it's a Mishnayis, Mephurish and Mishnayis. You don't stop to dab, you don't stop to put on tefillin if you're in the middle of a, a environment. So this Yevsha Yideh we have a certain momentum, momentum going. Said, we don't have to dab a Mincha. It feels weird to not dab a Mincha. So everyone stopped and dab a Mincha. But um, good, there, there, there's, there's a cloud called Isaac B'mitzvah Patrim and Mitzvah. What happened to Talmud Torah? Why don't we say Isaac B'mitzvah Patrim and Mitzvah? I'm in the middle of learning. Mom, you know, I'm sorry. You'll have to find someone else to. To pick up your uh, to pick up your chopped liver. If you find someone else to change your light bulb, someone else to to uh, bring, put back back the car into the garage. I, I'm I'm learning right now. Yet we don't say this when it comes to learning. We don't say this rule. Age old kasha. So just in interest of of, of, of putting the sugya together, we'll just go through a couple of the of the of the of the ikar mahalchim in that, and it actually could be it'll make a nafkamina what your approach to this uh, question is. So there's a few famous ideas over here. There's a well-known stipler. That says you don't say Isaac mitzvah patzim mitzvah by learning because every moment is a new mitzvah. It's not like one long ongoing mitzvah where we could say, uh, you know, levayis hamis is an ongoing mitzvah, kavur is an ongoing mitzvah, saving eishat is an ongoing mitzvah. It's one long mitzvah. 
So that's, I'm involved in one mitzvah, I'm putting from all the other mitzvahs. Hochei drach and pidgin shvuyim, that's one long ongoing mitzvah. Tamataira is kol rega verega, kol ois for ois, yeder, yeder vart. From Tamataira is, is a mitzvah b'fnei atzvah, it's a different mitzvah. So every single time I'm starting a new mitzvah, so I, I'm not oisik mitzvah because as soon as I read to the next word, so the other mitzvah happened in there first. Yes, I mean, that creates a weakness which translates into why you don't say Isaac Mitzvah Patim and Mitzvah. Correct, correct, that's right. So, this is the famous Mahach of the Stipler. That's why you don't say Isaac Mitzvah Patim and Mitzvah because every regga, every moment, it's Nishadish, a new mitzvah, so all the other mitzvahs happen. They, they're able to get in. There's another Mahalach, that, uh, an interesting Mahalach, that um, you don't say Isaac Mitzvah Patim and Mitzvah when it comes to Tamat Torah. The Rishonim actually say this. The Rishonim say this already. Because the Gemara says elsewhere, Gadol Tamatara Shemevi Lide Maisa. The point of learning is to bring one to action. So if we would say that, um, if we would say that, that um, I don't do Maisa because I'm learning, that would be a steer to the very point of Tamatara. Tamatara is not supposed to be academic. Learning is not supposed to be something that, you know, that's conceptual, that's in the luft. Learning is supposed to be there to be applied. If I don't apply my learning, that, 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 that is a, a um, contradiction in terms to what my learning is all about. Mimela, that's why actions will always be able to stop me from my learning, because the whole point of learning is to be translated into action. What does that mean, Lamaisa, though, in terms of the Lamdis? So this Vart, Lachar from the Rishayim, means that being that the Torah shows us that the whole point of learning is to bring me to action, so Torah is kind of being Megala that here we don't apply that rule of Isaac Mitzvah Patim This is Mufka from that rule. This is, this, the, the rule works its way around Tamil Torah. Not the Pshat that we find a way, uh, how, that, that, how that rule um, is, 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 is not applicable, but rather it's a, it's a Gilui from the Torah itself. The Torah is showing us that since the point of Tamil Torah is to bring us to, to, to action, so there's an exception. The Torah is saying this is an exception to that rule. That's another approach. Um, and why don't say Isaac Mitzvah Patzer Minha Mitzvah? There is one other approach, which is um, that, that Talmud Torah doesn't have any uh, shear. There's no upper limit to, to learning. You can never say, I finished my learning. You know, a person's never done with a mitzvah. And if he's never done with a mitzvah, so then again, if you would say, that the rule of Isaac Mitzvah Potter Menemis applies to Tama Torah, and Tama Torah is ran the clack, and I can never. I, when, when, at what point does the Yid, has the Yid fulfilled his obligation of learning? At what point are you done? You're never done. You're never done. Well, at what point have you fulfilled your obligation of Shema when you say three paragraphs of Shema? What point have you fulfilled your obligation of Lulav and Esrik when you shook the Lulav and Esrik? Nope, Sean, you put it down. What point did you fulfill your obligation of Matzah when you ate a Kazais? At what point did you fulfill your obligation of Tama Torah? When you die, right? And even then, you didn't really fulfill it. You just did your best. You never come to the end point. So since you never come to the end point, again, it's her showing us that you can't say the rule of Isaac Mitzvah Patim and Mitzvah over here because then you wouldn't do any mitzvahs. You wouldn't do any mitzvahs. So here, clearly, this would work around um, the rule of Isaac Mitzvah Patim and Mitzvah because it, when the moment we apply, then you, don't, you can't do any mitzvahs anymore. You never reach the end point. So three, these three basic mahalchim in understanding how uh, we would apply... Uh, well, why, what, what happened to the rule of Isaac, Mitzvah, Patim, and Mitzvah? So again, either we're saying 
that every, every, every moment I'm doing a new mitzvah, so I, 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 when the rule of Isaac Mitzvah, mitzvah so I'm involved in a mitzvah that blocks all the other mitzvahs, but as soon as I finish that mitzvah, another mitzvah which was waiting on the queue is able to happen, so every moment I'm finishing the mitzvah Tamatar, so all the mitzvahs that are waiting on the queue get in before the next second. Okay, that's one approach. Another approach is, um, it would be a contradiction to the very point of learning if we would say because the whole point of learning is to be translating to action. The final point is, 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 is if we would apply the rule, then you, uh, no yid would ever do any mitzvahs because there's no point that you've satisfied Talmud Torah. Does this make, this is very good in terms of lumdus, very, very, very sadistic, and it could be makes nafkaminas also. Are there any exceptions to Isaac Mitzvah to to uh, to, yeah, to Are there any exceptions to the exception of Isaac Mitzvah Patzim Mitzvah when it comes to Talmud Torah? Is there any ever a time where we say, "No, you're sitting and learning. You shouldn't do this mitzvah. You actually shouldn't do it." There actually could be some exceptions, and some of them may be based on the above lumdus. Some of them may be uh, uh, different exceptions altogether. That's what we're going to go through now. So there's an interesting discussion um, within the Paiskim, within the Paiskim of um, what what happens if you're giving a shear. What happens if you're giving a shear to a group of people? And Max is giving a shear. And he gets a call from his mother, she needs him to go shopping. She needs him to come and change the light bulbs. She needs him to back the car into the garage. It's supposed to snow. She calls him up. She says, Rabbi Max, Shlita. That's how she addresses her son. How everyone should be addressing Rabbi Max. Rabbi Max, Shlita. Can you come back my car into the garage? Rabbi Max is giving shear to a whole, to a whole audience. In the middle of giving shear, he gets a call. It's a call. Why is he answering his phone in the middle of the shear? Can't ask questions on Rabbi Max. But anyway, so he gets a call from his mother in the middle of shear. But if he doesn't go right now, he's not going to be able to do it. The pharmacy is about to close. The pharmacy is about to close. She's, it's getting dark. She needs the light right now. Are you mevatel tamatur derabim? If you're teaching at Sibur, do you stop teaching at Sibur because of because of um, of a mitzvah oiveres? Which lachar you should, because we never say the rule of Isaac mitzvah patzim mitzvah when it comes to learning. The mechaber paskent any mitzvah can be doicha tamatayra. So do we say the same thing over here? The mitzvah kibbutz aim is doicha Rabbi Max's mitzvah tamatayra, or do we say that maybe there's an exception when it comes to teaching a group, teaching the rabbin, teaching at Sibur? So there's a huge machlekes of come over here. Very very big machlekes. They're split. There's days lakan lakan. They cite rishonim really on both sides. Bring rise from different groups of rishonim. That some Rishonim seem to say that every mitzvah without any exceptions, no ifs, ands, or buts. I don't care if you're teaching a, a thousand people, teaching a thousand people, you get that call from, from the mama, you have to go do keep it of aim if you're not going to be able to do it later. And some say no, a mitzvah de, a teaching Torah to Rabbim, teaching Torah to a tzibur is different, then we would continue and we wouldn't do the other mitzvah. Huge machlekes. L'chairaz, Ken Zayn Rabbi Sayyid, totally in the aforementioned Rachim, meaning, if you say that the reason we don't let other mitzvahs push Torah out of the way, even though there's usually a cloud of Isaac Mitzvah in a mitzvah, is because the Torah shows us that that rule just doesn't apply. That rule of Isaac Mitzvah in a mitzvah doesn't apply to learning, either because uh, of, 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 of uh, you know, different, different arguments that may, be, that may be present. But if, if the Torah works the, the rule around Talmud Torah and says, when it comes to Talmud Torah, this rule doesn't apply, and if I care, every mitzvah pushes Talmud Torah out of the way, then what's, what's the difference if I'm learning on my own, learning with the Chabrusa, or, or teaching a thousand people? The, the mitzvah, the, the, the rule of Isaac Mitzvah, Pantzim Mitzvah doesn't apply. Every mitzvah pushes Talmud Torah out of the way. But if you say that the reason why I don't stop my learning, that I, I do stop my learning, 
to do any mitzvahs because of episodes like these cheshbainas. Cheshbainas that we have, cheshbainas of, of it would be a contradiction in terms for me to stop my learning, to, to continue my learning because it has to be maybe limaisa. If it would be about a cheshbain, not about the Torah working the rule around Tamat Torah, then you can say the following Gishmaka arguments. When do I have the ability to make this cheshbain and say, I'll stop my learning for any mitzvah because otherwise it would be, you know, it would be inappropriate, it would be this, it would be that, the other. That's when it's my learning versus my fulfilling that mitzvah. But to be mafsik Yedim's learning because of my mitzvah, mei I have the right to do that. These cheshbainas, of I have to let my learning come the day so that's when it's a personal cheshbain. That's a personal cheshbain. I'm sorry, I, I said earlier that, that that's a part of being mufka. That, I, 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 I said that too soon. The idea of it being mufka from the rule, that was really the, 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 the last approach of Talmud Torah not having a shear. This is not really, it's not, a, it's not being mufka, it's not exceptional. It's just a cheshbain. A cheshbain of, like, yeah, I should continue my learning and not do the maisa, but since Torah is only there to be maybe lide maisa, so that's migareya from the learning itself. If I don't do the maisa, that, that's not appropriate for learning. That's when it's a personal thing, when my own learning versus my own action. But their learning versus my action, I don't have the right to do that anymore. We fall back onto the rule of Isaac Ben Very, very gishmak. So very, very passively, this huge mach like Zishon could be dependent on what your approach is to why we say Isaac Ben and why, why we don't say it when it comes to learning. In any case, in any case, um, I, I, what's, the, what's the psak halacha bismanenu? If someone is, is um, giving a shear to the tzibor, and, and, and he has a, and in the middle of the shir, he gets, a, has, gets an emergency phone call. Again, it's a big machlek, as we show him. How do we navigate that in practical halacha? Um, that may be dependent on, on, on things we're about to say, actually. So let, let's hold off. Let's hold off, because there's a few more um, practicalities that come in over here in terms of um, are, there every time, are there ever times where I actually put my learning before doing the other mitzvah? So one possibility would be Tamatoira Dirabim. Torah teaching an entire group of people, entire entire tzibur. and that could be told, depending on, as we said, what, what the what the approach is, what the lamdus is, why we normally don't say oisik b'mitzvah patim and a mitzvah when it comes to learning. Moving sideways, there are other situations where we say that even though every mitzvah pushes my learning out of the way, sometimes we don't say that. Sometimes we say that um, that uh, I I uh, continue my learning. And I don't stop, I don't jump up to, do, to, to, to uh, fulfill a mitzvah. Um, there's a lot of mitzvahs we can do. A lot, a lot of mitzvahs out there. And mitzvahs that are waiting for us to do them all the time. And as the Mechaber Paskins, any mitzvah makes me stop my learning. Including the mitzvah of chesed. Including the mitzvah of what? Biker chaylem. Including the mitzvah of simchas chosen v'kala. Simchas chosen v'kala, biker chaylim, levayas hameis, going to attend a funeral. Going to attend a funeral. Rachman al-Islam, going to a simcha, b'mishtatav, to be mishamei chosen v'kala, biker chaylim. See, these are mitzvahs that are real mitzvahs, and you're being mekayim a mitzvah da'raisa. So let's ask a basic question. You know, no yid should ever have the right to sit and learn pashas at any time, anywhere. You know, not first day, not second day, not night day. First Seder, um, there's, there's, there's a lot of uh, brisim, maybe, brisim, yeah, it could be, bris, it's uh, being bestatif in a simcha, there's a lot of, the hospitals, unfortunately, are, are, are just uh, are packed with yidin that, 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 are, that are sad and lonely, need to be cheered up, 
that no ones that are being neglected. The nursing homes, the hospitals, there's plenty of Bikr Chelem opportunities out there. Um, the afternoon, you know, just open up the, uh, go to the Baruch Ta'ina Emes page on, uh, on uh, where? Ms. Askim. And there's an unending amount, unfortunately, of Levias to go to attend. And the Gemara Shir is someone who's Kari Vitani, right? You have to, you have to have, the Gemara gives this Shiurim, you have to have, you have to have, you have to have shishim bivoy by the by if you want to be makayim properly the levai of someone who's kari v'tani shishim bivoy. So every afternoon we should be going to the levais, and every night we should be going to the chasnas, right? You go to the chasnas, you eat well too, right? At least you, you get a good meal, you get a good supper. You go to the chasnas by the levais. Generally, you don't get a good lunch. Brisim, maybe you'll get a bagel, but uh, every night seder you should be going to the chasnas every night seder. So how do any of us have a right to sit and learn anytime? There's always misses to be done. How many chaylam are there that, that no one's visiting? How many levayas are there that people aren't attending? How many chasas are there that nobody stays for the second dance? So no first seder, no second seder, no night seder. I learning? No. But every mitzvah is doichel learning. Every single mitzvah is doichel learning. See, here we have a yesod like this. So, so, what do we do? What do we do? I mean, how do we navigate? It's not lochem. The Mechaber is telling us every mitzvah is doichel learning. It has no, it has, we have no head to learn. So much has so many mitzvahs that we need to do that nobody's doing. So terrorists is like this. We, we differentiate between the micro and the macro. We, we, we are mechalic between something immediate and something ongoing. And, and we say that, you know, what's going to happen if you go to this chasna and don't have night seder tonight, which you're chayv to do, according to the mechaber? What's going to happen if you don't have second seder and you go to the Levaya again, which you were obligated to do? Is it going to be a loss of, of, of a second Seder, or is it going to be a loss of your overall growth and learning and your development as a Ben Taira? So if it is losing one night Seder, you can absorb that. Anyone can miss night Seder once during this man, twice during this man, and not going to affect at the end of this man his overall growth. Anyone can miss a first Seder once in a while, and he'll absorb that, he'll make up for it, and in the bigger picture, in the macro, he's still going to bar Hashem develop and become a beautiful uh, Ben Taira. <coughs> if it's every single night... <clears throat> this guy's never going to become a uh, ben Torah, never going to become a tamachacham, never going to grow in learning, never going to acquire anything. His learning is at best karaim karaim, if, if that much. So at the point that all these mitzvahs of chesed, the levayus, and the brisim, and the chasinus, are, are schlepping me, are pu- pulling me away from my, uh, imp- impacting, impacting my basic growth and development as a tamachacham, at that point I become potter. And they say they're actually medayik this from the Mechaber, which is quoting the Rambam. The Mechaber says, <coughs> if you can't, in the end of Yuches, the, Rambam, the Mechaber said, if you can do both mitzvahs, you learn and then you go to the other mitzvah. If you can't do both mitzvahs, yasa mitzvah, imlav yasa mitzvah, the other mitzvah is doichem, I learning. V'yachzer l'toyrosoi. Yachzer l'toyrosoi. I believe that, I think the Rambam's lotion is yachzer l'tamudoi. But he's being mitik this from the Rambam. Yachzer l'tamudoi. Do that mitzvah, go to the chas and go back to your learning. Then go back to your learning. Go to the bris and go back to your learning. Go to the levai and go back to your learning. So what do you see from the wide net? He didn't have to say, Why is he throwing that and go back to your learning? He's making it very clear that the only, when do we have this heter to stop our learning and to go be involved in this mitzvah chesed when it's not going to affect my yachzer l'toyrosi, yachzer l'tamudai, I'm going to get right back into things 
and I, I'm going to get right back into my development and my growth in becoming a Tamachachim and Ben Tyre. But if it's already going to be, it's not Yachshulat Tyros anymore, Yachshulat Tamudai. My whole growth is now getting to the point that the whole thing's getting broken up. Then, at that point, uh, I'm actually Potter. I was, I, what happened to Isaac? What, what happened to. The, 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 how, how do we deal with that in Lambdas, though? Lamais, at the end of the day, we said the Lambdas of Tamatari is set up in such a way that there's no rule of Isaac of a mitzvah, Potter, and a mitzvah. Any mitzvah can push Tamatari out of the way. So it's nice. The idea is a nice idea that, that um, if it's going to affect my development, again, the point, every single time I'm going to Chasna, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to uh, grow my learning anymore. So, but I, that, that's very nice. How does that work out in Lambdas? So the, the, the Lambdas is actually very elegant. Here, we're not applying anymore the rule of Isaac of mitzvah, Potter, and a mitzvah. We're applying the rule of Chayecha Kaidman. There's a rule called Chayecha Kaidman. Your life comes before everything else. Uh, a person's obligated to save his life and that pushes everything out of the way except for the Gimel Chamuris, except for the three cardinal sins your life always trumps everything and Chayecha Kaiman applies not just to physical life but to spiritual life by me having to go to all, this, all, all, all the chasas every single night, being Isaac and Chazah, Biker Chaylam, all day long, going to all the hospitals with my banjo and cheering everybody up in all the hospitals that's going to destroy my uh, ability become a tamachachim. That's chayacha koidmin. That's affecting my spiritual life. So that's at that point we make that 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 call and and we 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 balance things out the other way. If it's I see it's getting to the point that is threatening my development and growth in my career as a ben Torah, chayacha koidmin. It's not about oisik mitzvah anymore. It's about chayacha koidmin. So everyone has to have you know a finger on the pulse when it comes to this. And it's could I always to speak these things out with someone who knows you. Something to put things in perspective for you. You know, how talk do you make the decision? You can't go to all the chasnas. We all know that already. You can dance by some of the chasnas, by a lot of the chasnas. So when do you make that call? It's, you know, it's a very busy season. Chasnas season, there's chasnas every single night. So who, who do you go to? Who do you not go to? Sometimes that has to be discussed and navigated with someone who is there to give you guidance. But, but there is a basic rule of it. You don't go to all the chasnas. You don't. You know, there's a mice though in Lakewood. On the other hand, you know, sometimes you get a little too far from it. Let's make a takana. Uh, you know, I'm not going to any chasnas this winter's man. I'm just making a uh, no exceptions because I have to become the the, the, the next reshiva of uh, of BMG. And, and if I go to anyone's chasnas, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do that. So there was a ma'aseh when, when under Baron's time already that um, that uh, you know it was it was chasnas season, winter's man. It was chasnas season, and there were chasnas. Baruch Hashem, a lot of chasnas going on in in in, uh, in Lakewood. And um, the Eilam was kanoyish. Uh, they were a little upset about this. And they decided they were going to make a, a, a rotation. That every night, they had like, you know, 10 bachram would go to each chasna. And, you're, you're, you know, that once every other month, you would, it would be your night to go to a chasna. And that way, they wouldn't worry about bittel. There wouldn't be bittel based medish. There wouldn't be bittel tyro. There wouldn't be the nights that would knack. And then they had the whole thing worked out beautifully. They'll make a rotation. Everybody will get, you know, a minion by his chasna. What? They didn't make chasna. Right, so it's even worse. Right, right, that's right. And the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the trip back and forth. So he presented this to Reb Aaron. So Reb Aaron didn't give any, in any klalim how to, how to make the decision, but he, he, he undid their cheshman. He said, he says, very nice, beautiful, you know, beautiful initiative over here. But the one thing you guys are overlooking is, you know, so for the oilam over here that wants to be, and wants to have a gishmaka, knacking night seder, you know, so you're working at this rotation to maintain your learning, uh, and, and, and uh, you know, the, the, the matziv. So, for you, you know, you guys have chasnas going on every night. But for that chasn, he only has one chasna going on one night. That's his chasna. That's his one and only chasna. 
So you have to put things in perspective that way. That's his chasna. This is his one, once-in-a-lifetime chasna. So start making this, this uh, schnooky rotation. Every guy gets you know, the, the minion, the mitzvah minion, every night. So you're not doing justice to the... the, the you're, you're overlooking the whole reason why you're making this chesed to begin with. It's the mitzvah of, of chesed, which Be'etzim does overwrite Torah. And that's not, that's, not, that's not doing chesed with this chasen to send your you know, minion, your mitzvah minion of the mitzvah man to be misamechem by his chasen. For him, that's his only chasen. You, you guys have chasen every single night. He... They're only having one chasna, and that's it. That's his chasna for his entire life. Good. He didn't give Klor Gedarim after that, but he did say that it's not the right way to do things. Everyone has to know how to navigate this on their own. Again, B'derech uh, Kolal, we start off by asking, you know, are you going to make a personal impact, not make a personal impact? How much are you personally going to make a difference to the chasna? And, 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 and how many chasnas do you have going on right now? All right. These are, these are the basic Klalim. But uh, I see, Ravel, you better really enjoyed that story. He was going to the other extreme. The other, yeah, they're going to go every night. That's true. That's true. Even if they, even if, uh, right, or even if they, even if they have one of those the schmorgs with the cutting stations. It's true. It's true. It's true. Okay. So anyway, based on this, to go back to what we were talking about before, what do you do? If, if someone is giving a shear to the rabbi and he gets that call, unfortunately, he needs to be yanked away for a minute. So he said it's a big, big machlekes. <laughs> Lamaisa, we are we are hesitant, we're nervous to to say keep on trucking and forget about that mitzvah. Um, being that the pashtus is, we say that every mitzvah does push Talmud Torah out of the way. The way generally we would navigate such a situation, the halacha is based on what we just said. Now, what's going to happen to the tzibur if if I stop the shear in the middle? What's going to happen to the tzibur? How much of an impact is it going to have on the tzibur? It depends who the tzibur is, and it depends what the shear is. If there's going to be an impact to this tzibur, which is really going to be irreparable, then we would say continue with the shear, and that's it. This mitzvah is going to have to fall to the wayside. But if it's you know, you know, <clears throat> an oilam that's going to keep learning on their own, and whatever the material is, if I don't give it now, it's not going to make a long-term impact in, in, in the tzibur, then we would stop the shear pashas and go do the mitzvah, even if it's tamatar de rabbi. We would really combine those two cheshbainas together. So, but again... Any mitzvah pushes Tamatari out of the way until it gets to the degree that it's impacting your long-term growth as a Tamachacham, long-term growth as Ben Torah. That's when you make that, that, that Hachrog, and that's where you find that balance that I, at this point I'm Patertaka from the other mitzvahs. At, at this point I say Chayecha Kaiben. I've reached my limit of how much I can handle without that um, affecting my learning. One last item, very also very, very chashiv to know, to discuss here, um, when it comes to when I stop my learning, when I don't stop my learning, as we said, any mitzvah pushes Talmud Torah out of the way. Any mitzvah. And that's how, the, how, that's how it's gebait. That's how, the, that's how the mitzvah is structured. So what I'm learning in the back of a shul, and I already daven shacharis, I already daven mincha, and I find myself learning in the shul, and there's another minion now, a second minion, a third minion, and there's so many omings. There's so many baruch yuvarach shemois. There's so many Yeheshmei Rabbis and Kedushas and Baruchus. And each one of these is a mitzvah on its own, answering Amen. There's no mitzvah like saying Amen, Kedusha, Baruchu, Dvarm Shebe Kedusha. Any mitzvah pushes learning out of the way. Luchar, it should come out. It should come out. That a Yid is sitting and learning and he already davened. 
he should have to stop his learning, answer Amen to all the Amens, and answer Baruch to all the Baruch Hashem Avaruchs, and answer Kaddish Kaddish to all the Kedushas. That should have, right? I am learning, yeah, but any mitzvah pushes learning out of the way. And it's a mitzvah to say Amen, it's a mitzvah to answer Dvarm Shepi So what do we do with something like this? So on the one hand, you could say, wait a second, if I'm going to stop every three and a half seconds during Chazal Sashat to say Amen, that's going to destroy, that's going to break up my concentration totally, it's going to kill my, my learning Seder. Okay, it's Megzine, but, but going to a chasna also destroys night Seder, right? If you don't have that Seder right now, is that going to make a, make a long-term impact? We'd have to go with that Cheshman Lecher. If, it's, if I can lose my Seder right now, my Mishra Bruder Seder, my Bikiya Seder, uh, and I'll have to, I mean, it's not going to make a long-term impact on my growth as a Tamachachim, you have to stop and say, Amen Lecher, you have to stop and say, Kaddish. If, if it's going to make a long-term impact based on what we said before, you, you should be able to say, I'm just going to ignore it and focus on my learning. That, that's what should have to come out. Except the contemporary Paiskim all say unanimously, Rib Shlemazaman, Rivel Yashiv, Rib Maisha, all give us the following header that when it comes to this aforementioned situation, I already learned, and now I'm present in the shul, and there's another minion that you are putter from answering Amen, you are putter from answering Barchud, you are putter from answering everything together with them. You can focus in on your learning and throw your, your attention into your learning. You don't have to answer on anything. Not, if you want, a yid can stop and say, Amen, you're mechav of the Amens, you're mechav of the Kedushas, you're allowed to do it, you're not doing the wrong thing by stopping, but you have the right to continue learning. Why is that? Let's speak out, there's a few caveats, a few qualifications, but first let's speak out the reasoning. The reasoning is a beautiful reasoning. No, that's actually not the reasoning, even though it's also very beautiful. The reasoning is like this. The word of answering Amen is to be Meshabech, to rebind Shalalam. And a yid who's present in the Shul doesn't answer Amen, He's failing. You have to be Meshabech, Akash Baruch together with everyone else. You have to be Oynan, Dover Shabbat To say Shevach Vaidah, to, 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 to profess your, 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 your Amuna, your Shevachim, and your, your, the fact that you belong to your Shaykh Akash Baruch And when a Yid doesn't do that, Hashem, there's a Kitchagan. Everyone's saying Amen. You're not saying Amen to the Rebbein Shalom. You're not saying Hashem is the and Das. When a Yid is sitting and learning, he's, he's already being Meshabech, Akash Baruch In the middle of Divrei Shevach. He's in the middle of, 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 of Shira Imi. He's in the middle of singing Hashem's praises by sitting and learning. He's not being mevatel. Could be, it's even better. But anyway, he's not being mevatel their amens by failing to say amen with him. He's saying his own shevach ta'kodesh baruchu. Beautiful idea. Half of a fellow. Half of the idea. He's not being mevatel anything because he's in the middle of his own divrei shevach to the rebbeinu shalolim. And even if he's not learning, that applies even if he's like trying to shvitzach over a taisus. Bang your head, trying to be Masadr a Cheshbin in, 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 in the Gemara, that's also included in this. I'm involved in HaKadosh Baruch Shevach. I'm involved in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's I'm not doing anything wrong by not saying Amen. Beautiful idea. Two things to speak out, though. One thing, thing one, is, is this really, the, the Paiskim don't like the, the, um, the, the Paiskim are not happy with someone doing this if he's actually present together with the Tzibor. If someone's like sitting on the bench, here in the, sitting at the table, together in the middle of the minion, and then the place can say, no, they're there, you have to answer together with everyone else. Because like, it's not nicker, it's not apparent to the tzibor that you're fartracht and the toysis, that you're really being, they don't realize that. And they see a yid who, who, he's not saying amen with us, he's not getting up to say kedusha. So if someone wants to employ this heter, he really should, like we have these mechitzas in the shul, he really should sit on the other side of the mechitzah, make it clear that, that you know, I davened already, you guys are davening, but I'm doing my own thing now in the back. So it's clear to everyone that he's not separating himself from the amens, he's doing his own thing. But to, if you're 
seated amongst the tzibur, actually, you should, you should get up, you should say Kedusha, you should say Amen, you should, you should say Yehishmei Rabbis. So if you want to learn uninterrupted and you down already find a private place to sit. Make, make, a, make a, a barrier, make some kind of hecker. You've got to make some kind of hecker between you and the shul so it's clear to the shul that, that you're, you're, you are not involved with what they're doing. One other caveat is there is one exception to this, and that is Shema. Pasuk region of Shema with Baruch Shem. Um, to not answer Shema, Shema is, is not just Divrei Shevach, that's Kabbalah's Ol Machu Shemaim. If the Yid finds himself in a place where they're all being Makabal, Ol Machu Shemaim, you have to drop everything that you're doing. You have to say Shema with the Tibur. Some say even the, 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 the first paragraph, even the Ahafta, Maker didn't, you really only have to do Shema. It was once by the Rabbits of Berkowitz, um, and he had Davin Marv already. And, and uh, I saw him say Shema and Baruch Shem and the first paragraph. He said, I have to also. That's, um, I don't know if that's called a hitter or that's called some shitas, but Me'ikar Adin, um, it suffices to say the first Pasuk with Baruch Shem, but that you have to do, even if you're behind the Mechitzas, even if nobody sees you. Even if Mamash nobody sees you, but if you're in a Mokam where they're being Makabal, Omach Hushemayim, Yid has to stop and be Makabal, Omach Hushemayim, together with him, profess his, his acceptance of Hashem's authority, Hashem's kingship, and then you can get back to your learning. But anything else, Lamaisa, you don't have to answer Amen, Yeheshmei Rabbah, if it's going to interrupt your concentration. What if you set up these mechitzas and you're sitting in the back and you're Davdere and they're in the middle of the second chakras and you are catching up on WhatsApp, catching up on email, and you're sitting in the back there, you should stop and say Amen with everybody else. You should definitely answer Kedush with everybody else because you're, 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 you're involved in your own affairs. But again, if you're learning, you are, one is allowed to continue their own learning. Um, okay, and that's it. Thank you all for joining. Yes.